Hey everyone, we are live for Teach Better Today Morning Show. My name is Ray Hewart and I am so overjoyed to kick off the Teach Better Today Morning Show, the first episode with a guest. We have had so many amazing episodes of this show, but like our community loves, we love meeting new faces, adding new people to our community and gaining new perspectives this might be the most most epic episode that we're ever going to have this season. So get excited. We'll be right back, but we cannot wait to see you in the comments, sharing where you're listening from, and also making sure you connect with our guests on social. We'll be right back. My name is Ray Hewart, and we are live for the Teach Better Today morning show, which allows us to be part of your morning every single morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. We are so excited to kick off this episode with a guest from the Teach Better family, an amazing superintendent. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be on Teach Better Today with you. I, I don't know how the universe just planned this perfectly that you were our first guest because I know that you really could have scheduled any time for us to do this episode, but this is beyond perfect. Would you mind introducing yourself to our community and sharing a little bit about yourself just in case people in our crew may not be yet connected to you? Sure. Awesome. Thanks so much. So superintendent of the Greenfield Union School District in Monterey County, California, Central Coast, right, right in the middle of California. My name is Zandra Joe Galvan. I get to be the proud superintendent of the Greenfield Union School District. Uh, this is my seventh year as the superintendent. And extra special little uh, tidbit of information is that I'm a homegrown girl. Oh. I actually went to the schools that I am the superintendent of. So I'm super excited to be like that girl that came back and got to like just love on our kids and our families. Oh, I hate to tell our audience, but that's not the only surprise that's going to be happening during this episode. Everything you learn about Zandra is going to be more and more neat, but that is a really good one to start with. We have been connected on social media for quite some time, but you are doing incredible things in the world of education. I'm so excited to talk about, first of all, this massive award, which we'll talk about here in a second. We also uh, just discussed what you have, some research work you're doing on, which literally could not be more interesting to me. So we'll get to all that in the team talk. But Sandra, our community here loves to meet educators, get to know them as humans, and then learn all the amazing educational insight that they have. So outside of them, connect with you on social media. And can you tell us a little bit about your life? I mean, homegrown, li like living, grew up in this community, now superintendent. Tell us a little bit about what you enjoy, some hobbies. Oh, sure. I love that. Thanks for asking. So um, number one, I just love on people for sure. I'm the baby of six. So I'm, and there's, I'm really like the baby of six. Like there's nine years between me and my five older siblings. So yeah, babies Whoa. are a little extra. And so, yes, I do bring a little extra uh, to things that I do, but um, relationships to me is so huge. And so that's really about what I love and 
I love human connection. I love connecting people with others. I love seeing people reach their hopes and their dreams and their aspirations. So I love having those kinds of conversations, you know, when the, in the day-to-day um, kind of things I get to do. Um, so I love socializing with our friends. That's why we connected on social media because I now have friends all over the nation that are my superintendent, sister superintendent, my sister soups, my brother soups. And I get to participate in a lot of organizations that make fulfill me. So I'm a mentor for ASA. I'm a mentor for um, district administration. I get to mentor for for ALAS and Kelsa, different organizations that try to lift up superintendents and to show everyone that it is absolutely possible to do that. So I will say that's something that I just love to do, even though it is on the professional side. Um, but on the personal side, I'm that crazy superintendent that posts videos of me working out every yes. day because I want to normalize that it's okay to take care of yourself. And so wellness is huge for me. If people scroll through my feed on whether it's LinkedIn, um, Facebook, Instagram, or um, Twitter, you're going to see this girl dancing around in the morning to Zumba, lifting weights, because there used to be a time before COVID when it was frowned upon for you to take a lunch or to do anything social or to have a life outside of your professional title. I'm a superintendent, but guess what, people? I am the same girl when I was a teacher. I'm the same girl that grew up, you know, in this small town. I'm the same girl when I was a teacher, an administrator, and now superintendent. And I don't think a title should ever change that. And so be who you are, love what you do, find something you love, but then give it all and have that balance. So for me, wellness is huge. Family time is huge on the weekends if I don't have a school event. Friday nights and Saturday nights, I'm going to tell you, I'm with my kids and it's movie night and don't like blow, like just flop your eyes so big, but we stay up to like two, three, four in the morning. No, no, I, I, I no. <laughs> that's not possible. Like I was about to say, oh my God, my favorite is Friday night movie nights with the kids, yes. but I don't think I know there isn't a two in the morning. There's only a two in the afternoon. I think you're confused. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's my time to them because they know mom is like just driven during the week and I'm just giving this job a thousand percent, but on the weekends, like it's their time and they, oh my gosh. yeah, that <laughs> so there's is a little so... bit of the, you know, the balance between family and there and, you know, the things we do. I love that you are emphasizing whether you're in a school environment or with your family environment, the focus of relationships. And when people hear, oh, I really love to focus on relationships, I will tell you, a lot of people roll their eyes. Oh my gosh, another person that's going to tell me how to build relationships and the importance of the relationships. But typically that gets so overwhelming and negative simply because we always hear that it's important. We don't always hear how to do it successfully. And what I love about our connection is that every time I am learning with from you, listening to you speak, connecting with you on social media, it's tangible work. Mm -hmm. And that's what I am really excited to get into in our team talk is the work that you're doing for your dissertation. So if you don't mind, I would love to transition into that so we can get into the tactical and strategic things our communities can do to make those connections. Are you ready? Totally. All right. We'll be right, right
back to the Teach Better Today morning show. We have an incredible superintendent with us that you have to go follow on social media. Xandra just like spoiled her social media account to let us know that she is put, posting workout videos and a lot of fun things there. So get, I love this like full picture that educators can be humans. This is a big thing that I love. But another element I really respect is the focus on humans acting as humans and building those important relationships. Zandra, I would love if you would take a second to share with us the topic of the research you're doing, because typically when we hear relationships, we have a negative connotation with it in terms of people telling us what to do, but not how to do it. Typically when we hear research and dissertation, there's a negative connotation that it feels disconnected from the school system and Typically, it's people that don't even know how school operates anymore. Your topic could not be further from those negative things. You have such an incredible thing you're looking into. Tell us more. Yeah. So I'm going to USC, fight on right here. Oops, that way, this way. <laughs> the Southern California USC Trojans. I am a Trojan lady. Um, and here's what I'm doing. So I'm in my third year. I get to research this year. And I'm so excited about my research topic because... Yes, I've been able to stay here in Greenfield as a superintendent in this seat for seven years. Wow. Okay. Wow. What did she do to be able to not get fired during COVID, right? Or to not like do crazy things because seven years is a long time. Wait, can I pause for one second? Did you just say you've been a superintendent in the same district for seven years? Years. And with the pandemic kind of sandwiched in between yes. 2023, I, I, that is the tipping point. I, I yeah. don't think I know any superintendents that have accomplished that. And if they have, they should reach out to us in the Teach Better community. You want to interview them too. Yes. But wow, what an accomplishment. Okay, so keep going. So you've yeah. seen this success. How can you do that, right? What was okay. the secret? Exactly. And so seven years, I know how to do things and lead through gut, right? A lot of gut. You go to school to be a teacher. You go to school, but you don't learn how to teach kids to read or to do arithmetic. Like there's not classes on specifically those. So you you come out of the world and you become a teacher and you try to, you, you, a lot of it's on the job training. Well, same thing with the superintendency. It's on the job training. No one ever knows what a superintendent does until you're one. And there's a whole lot of layers to it. And so decisions that we make and success that we gain as an organization has some, there has to be some kind of a recipe that is the secret sauce to the superintendency, right? And so I only know my secret sauce, like how in the world, like if some, if you ask me like, how'd you get to say that? Well, here, here's what I did year one. Here's what I did year two. Here's what I did. We were on a journey, year three. Now we're sustaining systems and blah, 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 blah. I could rattle off everything that I do. And what we did organizationally, relationally, systematically, uh, with our community, like I could tell you, but that's just Xandra's version of entry point and sustainability. Is it replicable? I think so. But I don't know what my other counterparts, like for example, I have some amazing sister and brother superintendents across this nation. I have one of my brothers down in Santa Ana, Jerry Almendares. He's been doing this for 12 years. What's his secret sauce? I have Latanya Guffney in Aldine, Texas. She's been doing this for about 12 years. What's her secret sauce? There's Catrice Pereira in Lancaster, Texas. 
She's been doing this for a while. What's her secret sauce? There's Lupita Hightower in Arizona. There's Gladys Cruz in New York. There's these people all over the nation that have staying power. But what is it? Like, what is your secret sauce? And here's what I want to do. And this is all about the relationship piece and the driving and the next generation and growing and why I mentor people because I love on, you know, just our next generation of people and, and how to support them. You know, that conversation that we get to have on where do you see yourself in five years? How can I help you achieve that dream? You know, that's why mentorship is so important and just supporting people. I want to create that research, find out what the secret sauce is and gift it to other people who say, I think I want to be a superintendent. What do I do? Because I will tell you this, the age bracket of superintendents now is don't, don't look like me. I'm a woman of a particular age and I'll say it. I'm 52. Woo, 52 and been doing it, right? But the next generation, we have people because it is a market right now where a lot of superintendents are leaving the position for various reasons. It's a political climate now. There's so many things happening outside of their control. Um, and so the next this next kind of next generation are going to be a younger version. Some students are entering in their late 30s, early 40s, sometimes even in their early 30s. So knowing what to do um, in this climate is really important. And I'm an old school girl, but our Generation Z and Generation Alpha are not. And we operate so differently. So how do we create that recipe, the secret sauce, and say, here, if you did this, you'll be able to impact kids for a really long time. I think there's so much here to unpack. And one <laughs> of the elements I love is looking at the fact that you identified something that was an incredible success and you could have just as easily packaged that up and handed it out to everybody. And yet I think you're doing such a beautiful service to the world, our specific field, this specific role by gaining more perspective. I think sometimes we're nervous to gain perspective because it might mean that something we're doing is not as strategic or successful as it could possibly be. And that makes us feel like we did something wrong. And what you're doing is so fabulous that you connected with so many successful superintendents around the country to say, can we put our brain power together to better this field? Because as you noted, the people coming in maybe younger, which I don't necessarily think is a concern. The point that is so important, which I know you highlighted, is the fact that they have less experience. So if they have less experience in the field, what can we do to elevate them more quickly? Oh my yeah. gosh, by putting all this information together. And I love that you shared gifting it. Gifting it is such a beautiful way of sharing that, gifting mm -hmm. it to them so that this isn't as much of a learning curve and our students don't have to see a really negative fall before the next generation picks everything back up, back up and gets that, that insight. That's it. That's exactly it. And so like just your whole show and trying to elevate teaching and how do we do that in organizational systems so that we can be our best version of ourselves when we come there, teachers are impacted by the leader of an organization and they only stay where they feel valued, loved, treasured, valued, seen and heard, right? Yeah. And they won't stay in places and organizations if they don't feel that. And so I will say my first years, I had a lot of turnover because where we're, where we are situated in California is a beautiful place, but you also have to drive a little bit because you don't want to live in a smaller town. You want to live in a larger town. So for teachers to be attracted to come to Greenfield, I have to have, and my team has to have some secret sauce to keep them here. 
And so what are those factors we're going to, you know, uncover through the research, but also just about teaching everyone's impacted by a superintendent, good or bad. So this is like this next generation, whoever they're going to be, have to be really good for our teachers to be really great because teachers are only going to aspire to greatness if they're valued by their leaders. This is such a hot topic in education. I literally just recorded an Instagram reel. Sorry to to quote this. I literally just did on this topic, more from the teacher's perspective of how do you enact change. And I think it's so beautiful that as teachers take it upon themselves to really, truly see good growth happening inside the field, we also can lean on our leadership that they're doing that same practice and collecting the right information, data to be able to say, I need to be more efficient and effective as well. So I love this, this whole universal family approach here. Yeah. Thank you. I love it. It's just, I just so excited to just talk with colleagues about, oh my God, you did that too. Wow. Or, whoa, how did I miss that? You did that. Whoa. I, if I would have known that I would not have made the mistake I made, you know, because everyone makes mistakes along the road and they, they are definitely, you know, making us better leaders every single time. Um, But that part is just so critical. And I mean, Mm -hmm. also to say with organizations, one thing that I'm really excited about, and again, I know relationships are so cliche and, you know, yeah, whatever, right? But what you do with intentionality behind it is huge. And so I'll Mm -hmm. just talk about labor partners in California. California is a huge labor state. So we have the California Teachers Association. We have the um, National Education Association of Teachers. We have our classified employee um, labor partners too. And when we speak, like I'm super, super proud of this too. And it goes to the part of how do you interact with people? Like I'm gonna gonna not use the word relationship. I'm gonna just use words that are kind of synthesize what a relationship really is about, right? So how you interact with people, how you ask them how they're doing, how you're proactive about issues before they come up so that teachers aren't frustrated. That is all about connecting with people on a level that they see that you're interested in resolving whatever it is at the lowest level. And here's what I'm super duper proud of, seven years, right? When you violate the teacher's contract or the classified contract, that's called a grievance. My first year when I was here, I inherited a lot of grievances. We worked through them. We figured them out. Do you know that we have not had a grievance? Knock on wood. Don't want one today. In six years. What? No, stop. No. What? I know. That's crazy. That's That's crazy. crazy. It's crazy sauce. Crazy sauce. But it goes to say, when you value people first, the work second, when you honor them through culture building exercises in the organization, then you just remove all the barriers and obstacles to teaching. Like Mm -hmm. then they can teach their hearts out, like give them all the technology. Yes. Ask them what they need. Yes. Give them the, the, the top notch curriculum, engage with partners in the community that bring in really cool things that get them excited and just wake them up again to this, this love of teaching. That's what it's all about. So the interactions Mm. that we have are so incredibly important to the moment you walk into a classroom, like, how are you? How are you doing right today? How are you now? Tell me what you're teaching and what you're excited about in this lesson. Like all that has made such a big difference. Something I really value about every example you've given, and I can only imagine the future examples you'll be able to share with us as you continue this research is that 
building a relationship doesn't seem to be another thing on a to-do list, but a thing integrated into the current work happening so you can do it more effectively. That That is a huge part um, of a topic I'm really passionate about, which is finding scalability and sustainability in the work that teachers are doing. Yeah. More often than not, teachers feel overwhelmed that they have so many hats they wear simply because these things feel like individual isolated things that they have to solve throughout the day and finding some way to integrate our our efficiency to be more effective to scale our our capacity is really important mm -hmm. so i could not resonate more with your passion to not just talk about relationships but find sustainable and scalable ways to integrate them into the day to day cuz that is truly something i know will be so successful. So we need everyone to follow you so we can follow your journey and everything else. And we need to celebrate you because you were just notified of a huge award. I want our network to celebrate with you, not only when this episode comes out, but after. So first and foremost, I'm going to ask you to do two things. One is, will you tell us about this insanely successful award, but I, I'm just so, I'm still like, I've chills when you told me I'm so excited for you. And then the other thing is I would love for you to share how people can stay connected to you so that they can go over to those social media platforms or wherever you share and send you a congratulation message because oh. they are going to want to celebrate with you too. I know, I know our family, I know our community. Oh, <laughs> thanks. I love that. Thank you so much. So, um, this past, just this week, um, mm -hmm. big news was just released national. So I get to be involved in different organizations. And one sure. of the organizations that I'm involved in is ALAS. And it is the, the National Association based out of Washington, D.C. of uh, Latino superintendents and administrators. And of course, we're all over the nation. <laughs> Latin people are everywhere. Um, superintendents are, we're super excited and we're proud of, of when, when someone gets to celebrate, and I've always been so proud, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary, and this is a really big deal. Um, so we're having our conference next week. So I got notified on Monday that this little gal is the National Superintendent of the Year. Unreal. Oh, I said, what? I remember when I got the notice, I texted the director back. I said, are you sure you got the right girl? <laughs> She said, uh, yes, we're sure. And let me remind you of what you do. And I'm like, oh my God, like, it's just a shocker stun, but honestly, so honored and humbled because what this means to my community, what mm -hmm. this means to little girls like me, little brown girls like me that come out of this community, like anything's possible. Mm -hmm. And the award is really about the work that we do in Greenfield, because there's nothing that I can do without an incredible team and also an incredible board of trustees. We, I mean, we didn't get into the superintendent governance dynamic with the board, but I will tell you, they're all flying with me to San Antonio, Texas, because they are so proud. Like, who does that? Like stops, pumps the brakes and says, we want to go celebrate. And I said, because this is our award, like this is a Greenfield thing for the work that we all get to do. So for that reason, I'm just so incredibly honored and excited at the same time to share this joy. 
I'm so overjoyed for you. I cannot wait to track the whole process over the next few weeks, over the next few months to see not only you celebrate yourself, your community celebrate you, but your entire network celebrate you. I think this is very, very well-deserved, but such, it's just, I just love seeing educators acknowledged for the incredible things they do. And I still, I'm like, my cheeks hurt. Like I'm so excited, smiling for you. I'm so excited for you. So I can't wait to follow your journey on social. How can our network here stay connected to you? Yeah. So, okay. So on Twitter, I know it's X, but we'll still call it Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, uh, so on Twitter, it's at ZJ Galvan, my last name. And then on LinkedIn, it's my name, Xandra Joe Galvan. And then on Facebook, same thing, my name. And then on Instagram, it's at Zan Galvan. So ZJ Galvan wasn't available. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. someone, someone fancy. They're, yeah. they're, they're wishing that they're, they're proud that they have the same name as you. I will yeah. say for those of you listening on Teach Better Talk podcast, we will have obviously the full spelling of her name in the show notes. But in case you need that last name, it's G-A-L-V-A-N. If you have any problem, please, if you have any problem connecting with her, direct message me, direct message the team, we will get you connected. We definitely want to continue to encourage our network to expand their network and connect with incredible educators doing wonderful work in the field. And you are absolutely one of them. So thank you so much for popping in to Teach Better Today morning show as the first guest. Do you feel like we did okay on the show? Oh my gosh, how exciting. I didn't even know it was my first one for this season. So exciting. Thank you. So I, hope they, I feel like you, you yeah. set the bar too high. I think, I don't know that we're oh. never going to be able to have anybody else. You'll just only be the only guest. Oh, no. Why don't we just stay then? Let's just do, why don't we take a week and just like record other episodes on different topics? Oh hey. my gosh. You, <laughs> you have no idea what can of worms you just opened up. <laughs> Every day in the morning. Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. We can talk about Every shoes. Morning. Can we talk about shoes, oh, please? And also, can I, can I just say I love your nail color? I just painted my nails and yours is more pink. I should have gone that route. I love it. So pretty. No. Oh, so Barbie, good. Barbie girls living in a Barbie world. It sure is, right? <laughs> <laughs> so great. Friends, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to Teach Better Today morning show and wish you an absolutely wonderful day ahead. If you need anything or have any more listener questions, please continue to reach out to the team. And don't forget that there are so many resources over at teachbetter.com. Have a wonderful day, friends. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. <laughs> the comments are always so entertaining. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.